0: Well, well, thanks so much. And it's critically important for everyone across Illinois and our nation to have energy independence. Uh, you know, we see customers today and families uh, struggling with the high price of gasoline and food at the grocery store, but also we're seeing higher prices for heating their houses or cooling their homes in summer. You know, and, and one thing that the United States has done over the past decade or 15 years is we've seen our energy independence grow because of technology like hydraulic fracking uh... the united states took the lead in production of natural gas and oil over saudi arabia and russia and it's important not only for our economy but for our geopolitical security we see what's going on in ukraine today and what's happening with russia and the aggression and the impact of when they're shutting off fuel supplies for germany and europe and so we need to make sure that we keep this production at home Uh, again to keep our economy going Uh, and also our geopolitical uh, concerns but when you talk about the manufacturing sector in particular well we use one-third of all energy consumed in the United States and so while it certainly has an impact on families across southern Illinois it has a profound impact on manufacturers across the state and this nation so again it's so critically important that we have policies at the state level but importantly at the national level to encourage energy production right here at home in the United States
1: now, the concept of green energy has become popular, and that's understandable. I think, you know, everyone wants to have clean air and water and soil, and there have been great strides made in that area. But I have also heard from representatives here in Southern Illinois, particularly from uh, Ameren, Illinois that part of the reason why we are seeing these higher costs is because there has been too quick of a move to shutter Illinois coal-fired power plants. Does the Illinois Manufacturers Association uh, share that view or have a view on why uh, these energy prices are rising?
0: You know well unfortunately your listeners are going to see significantly higher energy prices to heat and cool their homes starting in June and You've hit the nail on the head. Um, the IMA has warned the governor and legislators for many years uh, about two things. Number one, the cost of energy, and second, the reliability. We all want to make sure when we hit that light switch or go to turn on the air conditioner that they work. And what we've seen is is uh, an increased political push for renewable energy, and, and I would say that we're not opposed to renewable energy. We believe we need an all-the-above approach that includes coal and gas and nuclear and renewable It's important that we have a broad and diverse group of energy sources because competition breeds low prices. We make sure that we have an adequate supply of energy. But what's happened over the probably 15 years in Illinois and nationally is there's been this politically motivated push to have cleaner energy, again, which is a great goal. But what that message has sent is, is they're forcing baseload generation to close, which is coal and gas plants we don't have enough renewable energy to backfill that. And so what we saw recently in the MISO auction, and MISO is the Ameren territory that you talked about, is that MISO warned that we have, um, we don't have enough capacity. And they've uh, put out a warning that we could see rolling brownouts this summer. Uh, the capacity auction, which if you think about it, well, we're essentially buying to reserve a table, at a restaurant, whether we need that table or not. And so at the capacity auction three weeks ago, the price went from $5 megawatt day to reserve that to $236, a 47-fold increase. And uh, for some of you uh, listeners that might remember, we saw a spike in 2015 that went from about $5 to 150. This is 50% higher, and back in 2015, 2016, the Attorney General did an investigation, legislators were outraged, businesses and families paid significantly more. This is 50% higher than that. And then you layer in two weeks ago the only power agency did their auction to actually buy the energy that then gets transmitted across the wires. And what had cost about $35 per megawatt of energy to be produced is now almost $90. And so what Ameren has indicated in, in central and southern Illinois are that customers could see increases of know five to six hundred dollars annually in their electricity bills and you know on average that's about fifty dollars more a month and you know for for families who are struggling today you talked about the high price of gasoline and food at the grocery store you know adding another fifty dollars for their bill uh, is a substantial cost impact and then we're not even talking about what restaurants and car dealers and hospitals and, and for our sector, manufacturers um, are going to pay You know, tens or hundreds or in some cases millions of dollars more for the price of electricity.
1: Well, you have to wonder if the majority party in Springfield isn't having some amount of buyer's remorse about the policies that they have adopted because the fact of the matter is that this is going to impact the folks on the lowest end of the economic ladder more than it's going to impact somebody who is, you know, making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. And uh, those vulnerable communities are the groups that, uh, you know, the, the governor and many others oftentimes say that they are the champions of. But uh, there's no doubt that these higher utility prices are not a cost that many people can just avoid because when it's a 100 degrees in Chicago this summer and you have an elderly person who's living on a fixed income and the air conditioner doesn't come on, that's not just an inconvenience. It could potentially be life-threatening. I'm old enough to remember the some of the summers in the late 1990s in Chicago and the toll it took on people who were without um, proper cooling in their homes. so I think this is a real uh, problem on a number of levels this uh, this summer
0: well it is and and there's a hearing that uh, starts at about twenty minutes in public utilities I'm going to be testifying to this impact um, again the the cost impact on our families and our businesses and you know I want to be clear renewable energy is is critically important it's a part of our economy moving forward and one of the things we're really proud about the manufacturing sector is that we've reduced emissions more than any other sector since 1990, and in the last decade alone, we've reduced emissions by about 21% while increasing economic output by 18%, which shows that it can be done. However, that's done by by innovation and by companies moving forward without politically driven goals. You know, and quickly, Will, I would note on renewables that Illinois first created a renewable standard in 2007, and they had a goal of, of, I believe, to create 20% renewable energy by the year 2020. And then in 2017, legislators passed the Future Energy Jobs Act, and they changed that goal to 25% by the year 2025 for renewable energy. And last year, under the Climate Equity Jobs Act, CEJA, they again moved that goal to 40% by the year 2030. but where do we stand today? We're at only 7% renewable. And so again, in 15 years, you know, we keep moving the goalposts out to require more and more renewable, but we're still less than 10%. And so, you know, that's part of the challenge that, you know, and, and maybe, you know, as coal and gas plants have come offline, we don't have that, that energy to backfill that. And that's what's creating the problem across central and southern Illinois and the MISO area. If we don't have enough generation, And as you know, it's all, you know, supply and demand. And if you don't have enough, prices go up. And, um, you know, so we hope that the General Assembly listens. Uh, We hope that they make some additional changes. I'm going to talk about those today at 10 o'clock in a hearing here at the state capitol. But, um, again, it's going to have an impact. And the governor and General Assembly, some members of the assembly, were proud to pat themselves on the back a couple months ago by providing, quote, tax relief to individuals that, you know, really is is a minimal amount of money, but it's going to be eaten up by higher prices that they're going to pay for electricity.
1: Mark Densler is with us. He is the CEO and head of the Illinois Manufacturers Association. Mark, can I uh, impress on your time for one more question? Sure. Generally speaking, Illinois has struggled over the last couple of decades to attract manufacturers for a number of different reasons. From your perspective, if there was one policy that could be adopted in Illinois to help this state be more friendly to manufacturing companies, uh, what would it be?
0: (laughs) It's a great question, Will, and, and, um, you know, there's not one magic bullet. What I would say, first of all, and I was born and raised in in central Illinois. My grandparents grew up in Mount Vernon and Centralia, and so, you know, I'm familiar with southern Illinois we have all the attributes to be not only the the Midwest leading manufacturing location, but also nationally. I mean, central location, we have great infrastructure, good colleges and universities. We have an educated workforce, two national laboratories, access to water, um, you know, cheap and reliable energy. Although we, we talked about that's changing a little bit. So we have everything going for us. And, And when we talk to, to, companies in other states they have the same federal challenges and global but oftentimes it's the state challenges that make the difference and you know some of the frustrations here we have the second highest property taxes in the nation we have significantly higher workers compensation costs um you know billions and billions of dollars in unpaid pension debt and so when companies are looking to invest in a state you know, where they're going to locate their employees and their capital, they're looking at a number of factors. They may want to be close to customers or a workforce or, you know, a deep water port or access to roads and rail. And so they all make decisions individually, but, you know, collectively, what they want, Will, is they want stability and predictability. They want certainty. They want to know if I'm going to invest dollars in Illinois, what's it going to look like in five years or 10 years? You know, and what we've seen over the past couple of decades with significant debt and proposed tax hikes and, more regulations, that doesn't give them any certainty or any stability. And so, you know, I think first and foremost is the General Assembly uh, needs to, 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 to stop, you know, threatening higher taxes and more regulations. And, you know, what can we do to, to lower the cost of doing business in Illinois? Ultimately, that's what it's going to take is reducing the cost and making sure that we don't increase energy prices significantly, which we're doing right now. Making sure we don't add, you know, significant barriers to labor laws and HR laws that make it more difficult to hire and retrain workers, and, and then number, you know, the number one thing I hear from companies is trying to find skilled workers, and so again, um, we've created with with Governor Pritzker's assistance, to his credit, a couple of new manufacturing academies, including one in the metro east. We're going to launch a manufacturing jobs campaign this year, but we have to attract people, and whether they're kids graduating school or returning veterans or dislocated workers or ex-offenders or women, we have to attract more people to the manufacturing sector because at the end of the day, if you don't have trained workers, then the jobs are not going to locate here. So again, I wish I had a simple answer for you. It's, there's not one magic bullet, but um, it's going to take a concerted effort by uh, the governor, by lawmakers, by groups like the IMA. Uh, and businesses across the state of Illinois to change these policies to make sure that Illinois uh, is an attractive place to do business.
1: Well, Mark, I apologize for pressing you too far on your time, and I hope you have a great day.
0: You too. Well, take care. Thank you so much.